Hey, look at you, all grown up and needing car insurance. You don't have to freak out if you got a driving record that's not so hot or worry if you aren't sure exactly what you need. Able Insurance has your back. Pass up the national insurance companies where you're just another number and keep your auto insurance right here in Charlottesville. 979-0814 is the number. Ableinsurance.com is the site. What up, what up, what up, though, Ballhawk Show? Say one more time. What up, what up, what up, though, Ballhawk Show? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, though? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. And I thank you for tuning in to the Ballhawk Show. Today's episode, we got a who's on the line, one-on-one with former Cavalier defensive back and 2019 NFL prospect Tim Harris. You don't want to miss his story and just his journey while here at the university and what he's been doing to prepare for the NFL draft. Uh, before we get into the interview, make sure you subscribe to the Ballhawk Show podcast. Make sure you leave a review at on iTunes. And if you want to support the Ballhawk Show podcast, uh, just go to anchor.fm, uh, search the Ballhawk Show podcast. Um, there are options on how to support the show. Or if you just want to go to Venmo or Cash App, uh, it's just Ballhawk LLC. So I definitely appreciate all the support. Shout out to my sponsors. Shout out to the donors. And let's keep it moving, man. Ballhawk. What's good with y'all, man? Today on Who's on the Line, I got my main man, Tim Harris. You all know what he went through while he was at UVA. Uh, they call him the elder statesman at the U. So we got Tim Harris on the line. What's good with you, Tim? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Just wanted to chop it up with you. I know Pro Day is, is coming on us fast. It's coming up actually this Thursday. Uh, we were set to do this on the show last week, but uh, I got under the weather, and I appreciate you being flexible. And, and still joining me. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So, I mean, the last past interviews I always asked, you know, I asked Chris, I asked Alameda and Jordan, what was your feeling just for the Belk Bowl, man? How did it feel to uh, end out on a high note? Um, you personally, you had an interception. Um, you had another ph- phenomenal game, which, you know, got you really on the radar of a lot of yeah. uh, scouts and stuff. So, you know, can you reflect on just that game? Um, I think that game, you know, really, really, really put UVA football on the map. You know, just especially, you know, ACC, ACC team playing against the SEC team. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then dominating, especially on the defensive side. About me speaking for the defensive side, you know, we put in a lot of preparation that game, and uh, it showed. I mean, I mean, you see kids out there dancing on the field, having fun. <laughs> like it was like a like a real live party out there. And, and uh, I just you could just see that even the guys that that wasn't playing was involved in the game. So I think the coaches here are doing a good job. But like, even though somebody might not be playing, everybody's involved. It's really helping us, like helping this program go a step closer to closer to what what we want to be ACC championship. Yeah, and just looking at the game, man. Just remember reviewing the film the uh, the week after the game. What did y'all see? preparing for South Carolina for y'all to see like y'all was always a step ahead of their quarterback like he like going into the game yeah. he was a quarterback that was accurate explosive 
But after that film, he looked real yeah. pedestrian, man. What did y'all see when yeah. y'all broke this film down? Um, I think the main stuff was just like knowing the concepts because uh, they ran a lot of you know different stuff out of different formations. Mm. But if you really study what you're looking at, study the concepts, what receivers is where, and all of that stuff, it plays a huge part of on your preparation. So everything that I was seeing on film, you know, I was seeing in the game. So mm. it was just like some stuff I can, you know, what I'm saying like especially the interception. I was it's like I almost knew it was coming. So it's kind of like a I jumped it type mm. of thing so so I guess like that preparation like I think it was like a week or two before you know was really crucial for you know what I'm saying us and that's why I really think that we came out on top like we did 28 to 0 yeah that's crazy because you know just listening to you just reflecting on on when I played it is certain games man or certain teams you could game plan and from the receiver split from the ball and the down the distance yeah you know, it yeah. just seems like everybody gets into that routine, man. And just looking at y'all, I was just like, yo, they really locking them up. You know, and our people yeah. always saying, because, you know, Debo won't play him. But from yeah. listening to you, it was like, even if he played, not taking anything away from him, but yeah. schematically, you had a bead on what they wanted to do. Yeah, like, we know what was going on. Like, not just me, but, like, I knew, like, tight ends, little run plays was coming. Like, I knew everything that they were going to do. So, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, Debo a good player. And all, yeah. But, you know, we, we would have been ready still. In fact, that's what I'm saying, too. You know, it's one of the yeah. things where we ain't knocking Debo and then yeah, saying he was yeah, a slouch. But all. just in the con- in the whole scheme of things, you know, he does he make a difference? Absolutely. But he still is going to fit within what they're trying to do. So he's still going to run a certain route. You know, he may yeah. just run it better. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, man. So, you know, we talked about the bowl game. Let's go ahead and take it back to the beginning for the for the fans who don't really know who Tim Harris is. And, and, and you know, the point of me doing these interviews is for you guys, because unlike basketball players, people don't get to see your face. Um, so yeah. I want them to know your story because, the dra- you know, the draft is important. You, you are alum now. You've been through the program. You set the program up to be successful. Uh, so let's go back to high school, man. You went to Verona High School in Richmond. And actually, yep. uh, Mo Kennedy was your teammate in, in, in high school, which is crazy. Both of y'all playing yeah. corner at the same time on the same yeah. high school team. <laughs> yeah. So, me and Reese kind of been playing since uh, actually we was in rec ball. Mm. We've been on the same team ever since, you know. Yeah. And they ended up going to Verona High School. He played one side and I played one side. And that was a pretty good year for us, too. It, even when I came here, when I first got here, you know, Mo Reese was. Yep. I played with him. It was good to play with him, you know. Just a whole different connection, you know. When you're on the field, you just feel, you know, just because you've been playing with this guy for, I don't know how many years, you know, you just feel more comfortable on mm-hmm. the field. Yeah, so that was that, that was a, that was good. That was like a great experience for me. I mean, you was a four star, and you was a four star recruit out of Verona. Coach Stu Brown was your head coach. What was the recruiting yeah. process like with you? You know, when I talked to. You know, Jordan, he made a reference that a lot of people sent questionnaires, but UVA was one of the first schools who truly offered him. Chris Peace was just, yeah. like, basically the same thing. You know, he was looking at a lot of, you know, like, Norfolk State, and then yeah. UVA came. And Lama did the same way. So what was it like for you and your recruiting process? So, uh, I think, uh, so, <laughs> my ninth grade year, you know, I was on JV, and uh, my uh, dad and my uncle – 
decided just to go to a, a camp, you mm-hmm. know, just one one camp. It was just like out of the blue too. It was like, oh, tomorrow we're gonna go to this uh, Penn State camp, you know. Yeah. And uh, we ended up going, and uh, that's when I was in ninth grade. They ended up putting me with the older group, with the eleven, the eleventh graders and the twelfth graders, and I, I won the DB award there. Wow. And ever since then, you know, uh, Joe Paterno had called my coach. My high school coach and my high school coach really didn't even know who I was at the time because I was still on JV. <laughs> and uh, ever since then, you know, it kind of like skyrocketed because that was my first offer. And I was, you know, going into the temp- my 10th grade year. And uh, ever since then, it kind of skyrocketed. But I had to say, like, UVA was the most consistent, mm-hmm. you know, offer I had. And like, I was talking to them every day. I was going down there almost every weekend, you know. Yeah. I had some older older guys like Anthony Harris and, you know, Maurice and them. That's from my area that I worked out with at home, you know, telling me about the program and telling me how, you know, I can come in and, you know, it'll be a good experience for me. So uh, I think UVA, just Coach London at the time, you know, him and uh, Jim Reed was recruiting me at the time and, you know, they they was always stayed in contact with me and my family, and that kind of like built my relationship with them and made me want to come to UVA. So that's the that's the real reason why I came to the University of Virginia. But it's crazy, man, when you were just talking. So Joe Paterno is called Verona High School coach, talking yeah, to Coach Stu Brown. He's like, "Yo, man, we want to offer your DB that you got to school, Tim Harris." And he's like, "Who? Oh, yeah, that kid coach, played JV." Like, <laughs> yeah, my coach. Honestly, didn't even know who he was talking about. Like, I came in, I remember I came in away from the next weekend. I mean, the next week on Monday, and uh, yeah, actually, like, I was out. He was like, who's Tim Harris? You know, and uh, <laughs> ever since then, you know, I started on Varsity. And uh, yeah, it was kind of like a dream come true, man. I didn't, I mean, I didn't expect that going into just a camp, you know. Yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't at the time. I didn't really even know about like recruiting process. I was just thought I was just going to a camp. I was about to beat the players and the coaches, and it was gonna. It's gonna be it. But you know, I kind of got something outside of it. So that was all. That was that was a good experience for me too. No, nah, that's a dope story, man. That that yeah. to me, that's because I always, you know, I, t- I talk to a lot of young high school players, and I always say, man, if you could get out to a camp, get out to a camp, man. Just for your for your daddy, uncle, just on a whim to take you to a camp, and you got placed in a group that was older than you, and yeah. you just going out there with no expectations. You just played. Yeah, just playing. Yeah, just playing. and it worked like out. In the backyard. Yeah, yeah. fact. And I end up, up working out. So, so you, yeah. so we fast forward. You get to UVA in twenty thirteen, man, and you wanted the twelve, one of twelve true freshmen to play. Like you immediately, immediately start playing and. It was funny because David was at quarterback with number five. You was at DB with number five. And from yeah. a distance, y'all do look similar until you see, you know, he got the flat jacket on and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people said that, man. Dave was my dude, man. Dave was my guy. Yeah, you filled in for Demetrius uh, Nicholson. Yeah. And uh, yeah. what was that experience like, man? Just getting basically getting thrown to the fire. I, I played as a true freshman, too, so I – you know, I was talking yeah. to Chris today at the uh, at spring practice before you got there, and I was just like, "Yo, I remember my first practice at UVA." Yeah. But people don't realize like your first game is crazy, yeah. and you made your yeah. debut versus number two nationally ranked Oregon. Yeah, in front of all yeah. those people, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was like it was challenging for me, you know, just being just uh, hello. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, just like. You know, coming from high school and 
making it to that to that level of football. You know, you got Marcus Mariota coming in, and you just like, whoa, you know, like I'm watching on film, <laughs> like, dang, this, this is really college football. But you know, that year, uh, you know, I was just turned 18. You know, really a young guy, like a young dude out there. You know, playing with, you know, uh, older older men and. Uh, I don't know. It was just a. It was a, a humbling experience for me. You know, I learned a lot. Uh, I was taught a lot, especially by the older guys. Yeah. Uh, they, they did a lot of teaching. You know, because I was so young. But you know, you them, them guys that uh, I praise still to this day because you know they had my back through thick and thin. You know, everything, everything won't. You know, great. But uh, they helped. They helped me out a lot and uh, prepared me well for. The rest of my years that you be in, so I thank them for that. So, nah, and it's great, man, that you had already had a support system here with Ant here and and Mo already here, so that helped with yeah. your transition. Um, yeah. But when uh, was you on the field when Marcus took when Mariota took off? Was you on uh, no, defense I then? Because <laughs> I wasn't on the field. That then I, I didn't get on to the. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. They'll drive you happy. Carvana has purchased over a million cars from happy customers by giving them an offer within minutes. And they can do the same for you. Carvana will give you a real offer for your car within minutes. Then they'll come to pick up your car and pay you on the spot. So to get a real offer on your vehicle in minutes, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Uh, I think it was like the last two quarters I played. Because he was but like yeah. a blur when he took off. Wow, yeah, I was like, I was good job. And then, so and then that same year. So was that same year when you you had it? You had to line up in front of Sammy too that year yeah, as a yeah, freshman. Yep, that was the same year. Uh, I think it was like the, the end of another year. Yeah, you know, just seeing people you watched on TV when you was in high school, man, trip you out. You know what I'm saying? Yep, just trip you out. But uh, yeah, it was a good it was a good experience for me. I mean, you know, it it didn't go the way I wanted to, but I I definitely learned from it and and uh. It really helped me out through the through my uh, next years that I was at UVA. Yeah, man. I mean, one thing I always say about you in all the conversations we have in many years is that yeah. you never lack confidence and, and you always had true belief in yourself. And that'll transition me to, you know, the elephant in the room, the, the various injuries that you had. And, yeah. you know, I remember before last season, me and you had a, a you know, behind closed doors type of talk. We were sitting on the bench yeah. and I'm not going to disclose, but just seeing how – you even bat- you battle from that conversation because I talked to Coach uh, Howell a lot, and he yeah. he always held you in high regard, and I knew how excited he was always for you, just to be able to dis- demonstrate the ability or display the ability that he see all the time. You feel what I'm saying? So, what was it like for you? Just your walk with these injuries, and just you know, did you yeah. pull on faith? Like, who was your support system to get you through the- those rough times? So like two, you know, 2017, I, I um, think we were we were in camp, mm-hmm. and I swiped for a ball. My shoulder came out of place. I had tore my leg, but it was some, you know, we thought I could have still played on. So I I played like two games, but it kept popping out of socket. Yeah. So uh, I remember Coach Mendenhall told me like, yo, I think it's a good idea if we got surgery, you know, and uh, come back next year. Okay. So. uh you know, I talked with my family and stuff, and I think that was the best decision as well. And, uh, you know, that was my first time having surgery, you know, my first time really getting 
like having an injury like that, like mm-hmm. something I, I knew was gonna take time to heal, which was like a six month process. So, uh, you know, I, I I credit Miss Kelly and all those, all of them for uh, helping me through that process. You know, but like behind closed doors, it was a hard process for me because I know this was my last year and I wanted, you know, yeah, I wanted to move on with my future. You know, but you know, stuff happened, and uh, I went through my rehab as hard as I can. I got my shoulder back fully healthy. You know, still to this day, I have no problems with my shoulder. Nice. And uh, you know, so 2018 come, and uh, the first game of the season, I broke break my wrist. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that that when I broke my wrist, that really you know hurt. That really stung. But um. You know, I just I just put it in perspective. Like I just did this the, the uh, year before. Like I, I can I can get through this therapy and I can get myself strong and I I can overcome it. You know, yeah. I don't want to. I could have easily you know went home and you know just gave up. But I feel like you know I don't want to. Ten years down the line, I don't want to regret what I did, the decision I did. And uh, I think me coming back really showed not just me but other people. You know, they can overcome obstacles in life, even if it's a year back to back, you know, yep. uh, I still stuck with it, even though it was hard. I'm, I'm not saying it was the easiest decision I had to make, you know, but, uh, I think it was the best decision for me because now, you know, I, I can see my dreams coming true, you know, and, uh, I just, I'm just glad I stuck with it and I stuck on my family. My family helped me through the process, my friends and, uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be where I'm at now. Nah, man, that's that's definitely a, that's a great story and a great testament just to your fortitude yeah. and your your ability to finish what you what you wanted what you started. Like you said, yeah. not giving up. Uh, but you know, on a lighter note, how 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 did it feel going to classes at UVA for six years? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It took everything. You know? Yeah, it took a lot. You know. <laughs> Yes. So I feel like just all the stuff that happened to me since I've been at UVA been a blessing because I think it's going to help me out in the long run. And what was the transition for you like? Because we all know going from the head coach, Mike London, to Mendenhall, yeah. everybody always asks about that. But I want to ask you, how did it, what was your transition like going from Chip West as your defensive back coach to Nick, Coach Nick Howell uh, coaching you? I feel like, uh, you know, it's just a whole different, like a different perspective. Like, uh, Coach Howell, when Coach Howell first got here, you know, it was totally different. Like, just not even, you know, the DB work or anything, but like, just everything, like, wavering wise, fitness and stuff. Wise, yeah. Discipline wise, you know, and that's really something, you know what I'm saying? Not just me, but everybody had to adapt to, you know, and, uh, but like, but like now, like you can tell, like the stuff is paying off. You know, people is really realizing what they're doing is the right thing. Like everything they're doing is right. It's set in stone, and you know, there's no easier way in, easier way out. It's like you either gonna do it or you're not. And uh, I think they put a they put a uh, they put a good perspective on life that way too. You know, mm. you, know, you can't just ease in through through thick and thin or through 
jobs or do it football, do anything, you know, you gotta you gotta really push through and they really they really uh guide those principles, you know, into their players now, like especially earn that given, like yeah, you know, don't work for everything you get. And uh, you know, I think since I've been here that really, you know, even me being an older a older guy, that really helped me, you know. You know, earning my number every year and earning this and earning that and earning that because every you know, ten years down the line, nothing gonna be given to me. So yeah, uh, I really pride you know what I'm saying them are doing that because uh, it really helped me out, especially this year. You know, and one one thing I think about, and I ask all the guys about, you know, the the jersey draft, um, and I always pop up the mind because. You know, you talk about the earn not giving being the older guy. And I always felt like the jersey draft was like the ultimate sign of respect when it comes to yeah. your team because like what 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 was usually your draft order the past two, three years? Uh I think it was like top fifteen every every year. Okay, so you got, you know, twelve to thirteen guys ahead of you and yeah. everybody had the the respect from you that Oh, you had their respect to which they knew they weren't gonna mess with five. Because me and Chris joked around, you know, it was like, "One nobody gonna mess with Mike's number, one nobody gonna mess with Quinn." Because, you know, it's it's times where somebody could just take, you know, like in a locker room. I always tell fans when we discuss the jersey draft, and some fans didn't like it, and I was just like, in all honesty, that's a way of coach allowing the team to dictate who's respected because of their work ethic, not because of a stature. You know, now don't get me wrong, your statue plays a role because we human, but if dudes see you out there, you know, busting your tail, then and they know what number you want, I doubt if somebody's gonna jump out there and take your number because they're gonna be like, yo, I don't know what he might do or how that's gonna be perceived. But I think that says a lot for you also because even though you battle through injuries, real always recognize real. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was, you know, on that time, you know, I could have went higher. But, you know, most of the time, I, you know, I was still dealing with my injuries yep. and, you know, different stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I was still there, you know, doing what I had to do and doing everything I had to do. Even though it might not have been seen, you know, mm-hmm. because I was mostly, like, in the training room getting, you know, treatment. But whatever I was doing, you know, it, like, people knew I was doing it at a, you know, high level. So mm-hmm. I think that's what, you know, that, that would work out for me keeping my number five all my six years I was here so what so with your injuries um do you do you feel like you see the game better because you have so much time to be away because like like Malcolm I know Malcolm yeah. Cook when he had to sit out he was basically mm-hmm. essentially like a part of the staff you're doing the signals is you personally did you feel like it helped with your film study and just the way you started to break down the game yeah I think my my film study was the main time all I think my field study was the main thing that I, I really focused on and really grasped like I was in there watching film with my coach Coach Howell mm-hmm. most of the time when I was down and stuff but uh, like you look at film and stuff you know what I'm saying most of the time you know kids nowadays just looking at themselves. yeah yep <laughs> just, just want to know what plays I'd have made you know what's their grade <laughs> yeah but yeah that's what I'm saying but like if you really sit down and like study your opponent and like really understand like what's going on like what this receiver about to do it just makes you play like 10 times faster and you just know what's going on not out there just reacting to everything you know but uh i think you know what I'm saying me doing that like while i was down 
transforming into this year like really helped me like just not being reactive but just being proactive and, yeah. you know being able to you know jump routes or get your hands on way more balls you know just off watching film so yeah that's why I, I think the film why, why I was down was a big a huge part of my game from this year so what do you think what what do you feel like like if we review this year for you personally and you know I watch I play DB so I watch y'all a lot I talk to Coach Howell a lot and I always try to pick y'all brains but just reviewing your film man just off the top top of the head I would say like you really hit your stride to where it was a high level probably around like the Miami game to where it was like damn Tim up here taking people helmets off he closing on the ball um, he looking and leaning he, he getting great position I remember the Duke game you know, you may look like you was beat, but you was competing yeah. to the end. Cause like the Tim before then was just like, damn, I'm beat. Yeah. But yeah. what, what, what? Like, did your approach change, or did you just feel like, yeah. like you said, it was like the Matrix, man? It just started slowing down. Yeah. Uh, you know, like my first two, three games, you know, wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. I think it was, you know, mainly because of, you know. I mean, me not playing in the game for two years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to really, like, adapt, you know what I'm saying? This game speed, you know. That's a good point, yeah. I think part of that, too, was, like, you know, my practice habits Hmm. wasn't where where they were supposed to be. And uh, I I started, like, taking practice. Like, I was taking practice serious, but, like, I started, like, doing everything I can perfect, trying to do everything I can perfect, staying extra time. Mm -hmm. That's what I need to do you know what I'm saying? Still getting in my fan work too, you know. Yep. But, you know, my man my main thing I think for those like first three games was, you know, me adapting, you know, I wasn't playing in the game for two years, you know, it was kinda hard. Not hard, but it was just different, you know, it was just a whole different vibe. And uh for me to get comfortable and uh I think my practice habits, you know, made me uh, a better like made me uh do better as the season went on and uh I just kept it up and kept it up, and uh, it was just getting better each week, and it showed. So, nah, I yeah, agree I was, with that. I, I yeah. definitely agree with that, man. Cause just, I mean, I'm I'm allowed to to watch y'all, and I like to watch one on ones, and I, I started yeah. to notice like in the middle of the season, like you yeah. were making sure you won every one on one rep, and a lot of DBs yeah. just be like, oh man, I would have had a safety there, or I would have had a linebacker yeah, yeah. there, but it just seemed like. Y'all, everybody was trying to win. Whether it was you, yeah. whether it was DB, whether it was uh, uh Hall, Bryce, like yeah. the core guys was trying to make sure they won't let trying to let Billy Kemp and all of them beat them. Yeah. Um, but, but it's amazing that you said that because I, you can see like I could like I could assume that damn he really turned it up. But now that you said it, it validates what I was thinking, what I've been yeah. thinking. Just you know. I always had a coach in high school, uh, Mike Smith, and Hampton High. I always say, you know, play the way you practice. Play the way that you practice because we creatures of habit. And you just said, you know, you had to improve your practice habits. And lo and behold, the game happens. Because I know, I know firsthand, though, when you went when you went to the East Restaurant Bowl, yeah. I know they was looking at you crazy because your practice speed was probably a whole lot faster yeah. than what they were doing. <laughs> I was like, man, y'all don't even know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all don't even know what we be going through in practice, you know. But yeah, like you know, I came out there late too. Yeah. Know, like, you, know, I, you know, I 
end up running with the first team. Like, so yeah, tell the tell the story about. I know the story. Tell the story about yeah. how your agent hit you up and the the time you did have to get oh, out yeah. there. So uh, at the time, I wasn't even signed with an agent. I was I was talking to a couple dudes, but I didn't really know who I was going to sign with. And uh, you know, this guy that I'm signed with now, his name Landon Bretsworth. All right. Um, Shout out to Landon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he hit me up and like I think it was like the day before the game like I mean the day before the practice the first practice was and he was like uh, like yo Tim I got you a flight in two hours like you're going to the East West game and I'm like what you know what I'm saying like I'm like confused I thought yeah. I was drinking I was like <laughs> and he was like yeah like you got in like they called me and, mm. and uh, you know what I'm saying uh, I from right there, you know, I stopped packing my bags. I called Ruben, the athletic equipment guy, to uh, get my bags right for my helmet and shoulder pads, all that type of stuff in there. And, uh, you know, two hours later, I was on a flight, you know, yeah. <laughs> going to St. Going to Petersburg, you know, Florida. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got down there, you know, everybody already got their playbooks. You know, all that type of stuff. Like, uh-huh. you know, I'm kind of behind, you know. I, I made it to the first day of practice. So, uh, I got there and I was running with the threes, you know, just because I, I had got there late, you know. But, I mean, when I got out there, I was balling, you know. and uh, That's a fact. Yes, you I were. I running with the ones at the end of the first practice, you know. And That's since, crazy. So, you started with the know, threes and by the end of the practice, you were with, with the, the ones. By the end of the practice, I was with the ones. <laughs> <laughs> through the whole through the whole time I was there, you know, and, uh, you know, but my you could tell like the habits I was I, I had they had instilled in me here at UVA yeah. with different habits that different, you know, you could see different schools like not saying every school there was, you know, yeah, had no bad doubt. Habits, you know, some people was out there just like I was, you know, doing the same thing I was, but you could tell like coaches like the coaches that was running they could tell like who was. You know what I'm saying? Who was doing it right and who wasn't doing it right. And, you know, I just happened to be one of the guys that stood out, you know, at what I was doing just for me. Not even my, you know, my playmaking ability, but me just running to the ball, mm-hmm. you know, just throwing up on film every every play, you know what I'm saying? Me running to the ball or just doing anything, you know. But uh, I think, you know, them practice habits and that, Stuff they instilled in us, like it's gonna go a long way. Like you might not see it when you're doing it, but you can tell. Like me going from this setting to another setting, yeah. you know, with a bunch of other college football players, you know, it, you gonna stand out. Like just off of, just off of what you already know. So and you made a lasting you know. impression. Became. I mean, yeah. every time I turn on Twitter, uh, they yeah. was they were shouting you out. I mean, that's and that's the thing, man. Um, a lot of folks don't realize, like when you know what somebody's been through. And you know yes. the ability that they had, and we, you know, we always have talks, and I always say, "Look, man, show size and what you can do. All, yeah. all you need is an opportunity." That was all my, all my belief was you was like, "You healthy, you fine," because I know you can yes. play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your hips always fluid. You was always yeah. aggressive. Um, so yeah. and I was, man, we was, we was just like cheering, like, "Yo, Tim, getting this, finally getting that much needed shine that." Yeah. It should have been here. You feel me? But yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. injury. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a dope story, man. And that that pretty much sums up like just your journey. Just a guy that yeah. understood, put things in perspective, man. Like the sport we signed up in, 
but the life that the journey that we take is not it's not always gonna be perfect but if you truly believe in what you do you good yeah that's exactly right so we got a couple more minutes man let the folks know uh where you've been training at and how you've been preparing for for the for the pro day and the the draft uh i've been training at uh at crescetti performance up in uh, newcastle pennsylvania shout Uh, out (laughs) yeah (laughs) my boy terry been uh he really he really uh he really had a nice program for us and we really took it serious so yeah and i had a couple guys up there jiggy oh and uh y'all live together right oh no we kind of we kind of stayed on top of each other okay so that was always good and uh yeah man i i i, I was enjoy i enjoyed the process you know but you know now i'm ready i'm confident in my numbers and i'm i'm ready to show up on thursday for pro day so it's like a dream come true, man. I just, you know, I never thought this day would happen, but you yeah. know, yeah, I'm ready for it. And did you do it before or not the photo? Yeah, yeah, I got a before <laughs> and after photo. I was messing with Jordan because he didn't do one. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because I'm going to have to show you. No, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was messing with Jordan. I said, yo, dog, you ain't do no before yeah. or not the photo? And I think O didn't either. It was just you and Chris. <laughs> me and Pete was like the last one that was there, so I think they knocked it up. But, yeah. Well, shoot, man. I definitely appreciate you coming on the show. Um, anybody you want to shout out? You want to put out your Twitter handle, Instagram handle, or anything? Uh, uh, my Instagram, uh, Harris 5 and my Twitter is uh, Harris 5 so that's where I'm at with it. And going into this pro day, man, what was your favorite childhood team? Or did you have My one? favorite childhood team was the Redskins, man. Okay. I'm a Redskins fan. Well, there so, it is. Well, I know uh, Josh Norman, little brother Mario, played me in the Arena League. And, I mean, you're yeah. a wiry, long arm guy just like Josh is, and they definitely need yeah. DBs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hopefully I get the opportunity, man. Definitely, bro. Well, I definitely uh, appreciate you coming on the show, man. As always, I'll definitely be there Thursday in the building to, to provide okay. support, man. But appreciate you taking time out. So there you have it. Hopefully, you enjoyed the interview. You got to know who Tim Harris was. Got to understand this is a young man that went through a lot of trials and tribulations. Continued to believe in himself. uh, Continued to take advantage of the downtime that he did have to master his craft. uh, Not just physically, but mentally. Just learn how to break down film, as he said. And just started appreciating the things that he did have. And improving on his practice habits. And it took him a long way. So, uh... Yeah, man, it was definitely fun, as always, just, just you know, fellowshipping with Tim because uh, he's such a great dude, and it's a guy that you want to see win in the end. Pro Day is this Thursday. Uh, I definitely feel like he's going to perform at a high level. He has all the measurables. He's going to pass the eye test as far as his size and wingspan for the defensive back, the cornerback position. Uh, but it's just all about being in the right place at the right time and rising to the occasion. So that's all I got for y'all, man. You know the motto, good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let anybody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do. Ball hawk. Ah, hold on. That was broken. Let's try again. <clears throat> I know I've been sick. Ah, there we go. We out. I want the whole world spin my record. Shero. The hoodie stars. Check game. Stay free records. 
Shorty girl, pretty deaf in a massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fitty hip, I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I'm massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I coming through about a whole kind of large. I be massaging, I be massaged. I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging. Yeah, both some constantly massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch coca fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Put out the ghetto, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. I even gold teeth, I'm massaging. A pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million dollars, I be massaging. I got ten dollars, I be massaging. I got a thousand dollars, I be massaging. I got twenty two cents, and be massaging. I take a penny, and be massaging. I tell shorty girl, fat. I be massaging, you big too. I be massaging, I be massaging, I be massaging. I got a GPS stern with massaging. Whole shit road chain be massaging. I got a Uzi, I be massaging. I got a 12 gauge pump, I massage. I got a hundred thousand, I massage. Ain't broke, I be massaging. I stay paid, I be massaging. I stay late. I be massaging. I hit the poop all night cause I'm massaging. She wanna come through loaded and massage. Whole team, we massage. Bad new parts constantly massage. Ain't no joke, I be massaging. Even the bacon and eggs, I be massaging. Huh? Polo shirts, Santo Adidas, I be massaging. I love you, sweetie cake. Spin my record, let me give you the game. Oh, how to get rich. Take a penny and flip a penny, then 40 billion. Uh huh, why? I be massaging. What? Car stern wheel. I be massaging. The whole, the whole label of the state free records in the VA. Oh, we be massaging. Let's have a money shot. I want the whole world spin my record. Shero, the hoodie styles, check game, stay free records. Ho! Shorty girl, fed the deaf in a massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fitty hip, I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I coming through about a whole kind of large. I be massaging. I be massaged. I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging. Yeah, both some constantly massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch croaker fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Put out the ghetto, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. Or even gold teeth, I massaging. A pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million dollars, I be massaging. I got ten I be massaging. I got a thousand dollars. I be massaging. I got twenty-two cents and be massaging. I take a penny and be massaging. I tell shorty girl fat. I be massaging. You big too. I be massaging. I be massaging. I be massaging. I got a GPS stern with massaging. Whole shit road chain be massaging. I got a Uzi. I be massaging. I got a twelve gauge pump. I massage. I got a hundred thousand. I massage. Ain't broke, 
I be massaging. I stay paid. I be massaging. I stay late. I be massaging. I hit the poop all night cause I'm massaging. She wanna come through loaded and massage. Whole shit, we massage. Bad new party constantly massage. Ain't no joke, I be massaging. Even the bacon and eggs, I be massaging. Huh? Polo shirts, Chateau Adidas, I be massaging. I love you, sweetie cake. Spin my record. Let me give you the game On how to get rich Take a penny And flip a penny Then 40 billion Uh-huh, why? I be massaging What? Car steering wheel I be massaging The whole, the whole label Of the state free records In the VA Oh, we be massaging Let's have a money shot. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.